January 5th, 2018. It's the Wife from Pedro Show.
Watch for Pedro Show. Hey, everybody. First show of 2018. Happy New Year. Uh, man alone, Brother Matt is back from Cabo. I'll talk to him Sunday, but uh, I'm here in my pad, but not totally alone because the magic of those engineers in Estonia brought us Skype. We got Barry Burko from Tel Aviv. Hey, Barry. How are you, man? Hi, Mike. I'm great. Really excited to be on your show. Yeah, me and Barry met years ago when Stu just got to play in Tel Aviv. It was my first time to the town. We had a good time. night before the gig, we had a day off, and Brother Steve and myself went, uh, got taken to Jaffa and saw some music. Brother Steve got to, uh, yeah, uh, be part of this improvisation. I can't remember the name of the pad, but I remember coming up to called- what was it called? Hateva. Okay, Hateva. And uh, maybe it's in the diary. But I remember coming through a car parking lot, and I don't know, it was a beautiful time. Brother Steve ended up on his back blowing some beautiful tenor. Uh, and I had just the greatest time. Um, but let's talk about you, Barry, going way back. What, what's your earliest music memory? Um, well, I was uh, born in Canada. What part? And uh, in Toronto, okay. actually. The big town. Yeah. Um, and uh, when I when I was young in, in Toronto, then uh, all the kids were really into uh, Star Wars. Ah, okay. That was just when uh, Return of the Jedi came out, and my dad bought me um, records. It was like uh, story uh, audio books, like for kids. Okay. Uh, on small records, and uh, I think that what really caught me was the music, the John Williams score. Well, yeah, the theme, right? I remember Bill uh, Murray. Not, not just the theme, but yeah. Well, I remember Bill Murray having a good take on that. He's like some lounge singer in the Catskills, and he's like, Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so this is your your oldest music memory, okay? So it's it's at the yeah. pad then, right? Was there music? Did your parents play? Uh, there was music. My parents aren't musicians, but uh, they Records. both loved music. Yeah. Um, Albums, radio. My, uh, records. My dad used to listen to a lot of Elvis Presley and early Beatles and uh, Michael Jackson. It was just stuff that were popular at the time, I guess. Yeah. So uh, what about instruments? They're not players, so there's nothing in the house for you to play, right? Right. And back then, I wasn't that into music. I kind of started discovering it uh, when I was uh, about 10 years old, 9 or 10 years old. Yeah. And actually, it was a friend of mine who uh, brought back tapes from uh, New York. He lived in New York and he'd come visit his family in uh, in the village where I lived every summer. Yeah. And uh, he brought back uh, tapes of uh, NWA and uh, Eazy-E and stuff like that. So oh, actually, you mean like uh, cassette tapes, like mixtapes? Yeah, yeah. Just like yeah. the albums themselves on tapes. Oh, the whole albums. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, I started you know, listening you know to that. This, uh, a lot of cats tell me stories about this idea of the mixtape, right? A cassette tape with just a bunch of music on that you never heard before, and it was like big change. 
Yeah, I I I, I made a few mixtapes <laughs> back okay. then. Um, and that was an important piece of, of culture, right? Because you could hand it around, and there was holes in your music gap, and your buddies would have mu- holes in their music gap, and you could fill in each other's gaps. Yeah, it was. Well, actually, it was mostly me making the tapes because uh, I was like the guy was always looking for new music, and I really enjoyed, you know, introducing my friends to to stuff that I came across. Well, who was, the, who was the New York friend? He seems to be very important. Um, well, he was a good friend of mine for a while. Um, we're not in touch, you know, for many years, so I, I don't really know what came up with him. But uh, he introduced me to to music that that uh, that I I enjoyed listening to stuff that you know I I I played for myself and uh, um, was just. Uh, Hip hop, uh, third bass, uh, Fresh Prince, Will Smith, yeah. stuff like that. Rappers and uh, yeah, so that was the actual first uh, music. Did the road ever lead to back to something like uh, Last Poets? Like what? Last Poets. Um, no, not for me. Okay, um, it kind of ended there. There was a band from the late '60s in New York City called Last Poets. And you might have Yeah, you might check it, find it interesting because I think some roots of rap are in with those guys. And later on, one of the guys as, uh, named uh, Lightning Rod did something called Hustler's Convention, and it, it had, was very profound, too. We're talking uh, late 70s, you know. Uh, what about at school? Did you have music at school, Barry? Um, I, didn't, I didn't study music at school, but when I was 13... Um, I saw someone playing banjo on TV, and uh, I told my mom that I wanted to learn how to play the banjo. Yeah. And uh, it's you know it's not a an instrument typical to Israel, so it was we couldn't find a, a banjo teacher. Um, so the guy at the music store he said uh, start start out with guitar, and then you can move on to banjo. It's basically the same instrument. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're close. They're close cousins. Yeah, yeah. So I started playing guitar when I was 13. I took private lessons um, with a nice old lady in my village. Um, what, like acoustic guitar? Uh, it was classical guitar, actually. Yeah. She taught me how to read music, and we started with really easy classical pieces for kids. Sure. And uh, that's how I started. But, but there was nobody, then, uh, like at school, like the band or uh, uh, singing classes or stuff like this? Uh, not not in my school, okay. actually. Um, actually, that's how it is nowadays for a lot of kids. They don't have music in their schools. You cut it out. Oh, it's too bad. Yeah, big time. That's why uh, Flea started that conservatory of music in Silver Lake, because he went back to Fairfax High where he learned trumpet, and they had no more yeah. music program. It's ridiculous. Uh, we're going to play something here. Uh, oh, shit, I didn't talk... Uh, Talk about what we uh, started the show off, uh, To Be from John Coltrane, Expression Elm. And then uh, Cashew and Pistachio, <laughs> the Barry Burko band. And here's some uh, another tune from the, I guess it's the eponymous first album, called Boulevard. Yeah. Let's listen.
stage crawl away Splashing the window A fresh view Primary flesh, flesh primary A meal I could cook A toast I'd make To what begins on New Year's Day In resolution Best mom's eternal Calendar queen Mother numerical Doesn't believe In throwing Christmas stars away Anything moved Perhaps the furniture While the homeless news And ticket shirts For year to year Eternities They wave goodbye To careless gestures On a way to what Someday I'll be living in your love, 
my feet They used to know me on this street I see flowers back in bloom I wanna make a move but it's too soon Shadow shove and the light still blinds I swear to God I won't be left behind Am I alone? Am I alone? No, you're not alone Patent black up against my back Not my crime, but I took the rap But I won't break, no, I won't crack Whatever they took, I'm taking it back I try to walk tall To rise above it all To rise above it I pray we'll be back together someday I'll be living in your life Rondo Von Castador was an Austin, Texas music writer who one day missed his deadline. The UK transplant was all set to cover the doings of a big outdoor event of hooping and hollering, hunch a mama rolling down Woodstocky and hills of armadillion ding dang. Yeah, buddy. But just when things got important and missed his deadline and never made it to the festival barriers or into the football security paddocks that weekend where he would have pressed flesh and chewed fat with the big gunnery guitar guys a-sweating in their denims. All the usual sing-a-ling-ching song rights were going to be drinking backstage, and though Willie was busy paying off his IRS debts, it was a sure bet that some of the not-so-poor boys was going to be there too. But RVQ missed the whole shebang and left the concert promoter wondering why. Left him frowning upon the writer's unused backstage laminate. Tarnation. He was one of the most knowledgeable scribes in the U.S. of A. or any place, for that matter, on the subject of Americana Rama Lama Dag Nabbit Rabbit kind of post. Nashville done sent me a present and I threw it in the dustbin kind of music. Needless to say... The local weekly that the writer worked for was also displeased, and when he showed up in their offices a week after the fact, he insisted there was a reason, a tale to tell, and was lucky to have survived.
Well, for Pedro Show, that was Boulevard from Barry Burko Band. Then brand new from Negative Example, they're out of uh, Madison. That's Bucky Pope from the Tar Babies. But nuts. Great cat. Can't wait to see Bucky again. Uh, guided by Voices after that, what begins on New Year's Day? We're five year, days late, but still a good question to ask. Uh, Mark Pickrell and his praying hands burned the shrine. Mark Pickrell was the drummer of the Screaming Trees when I took them on their first two tours in the late 80s. People like Mark Lanigan, the Connor brothers, uh, Gary Lee Connor, Dan Connor, great cats, uh, uh, Donna Dresch. You wearing a bracelet or something, Barry? I keep hearing this noise. Uh, no, actually, no. Okay, I'm not wearing any jewelry, Mike. Because I'm hearing this little some kind of chimes. Maybe you got a wind chime. Um, no, not nothing. It's okay, okay. Pretty, maybe it's a, pretty quiet here. Maybe it's like digital noise coming over the internet. And then Spot, who was a guest, he's living in Sheboygan now. He was on the show last month with uh, Voiceover Chapter Nine. You know, he's been he came to town here, stayed with Brother Steve to do some uh, voiceover work for some audio stuff he has planned. And finally, Bigger Apartment, Barry, Barry Burko Band. Now, uh, me and Barry can uh, relate on apartments here because next door to me, good people, you might be hearing some noise and stuff because they're building another big-ass apartment, which means uh, less parking on the streets for uh, people already here, but hopefully the new neighbors are good ones. And, uh, yeah, what's a song like Big Bigger Apartment about? Is it literal? Um, no, it's not literal. Okay. It's um, basically, um, I was in a therapy session, my therapist, and uh, I felt that I kind of had like a really big breakthrough with myself emotionally, and uh, it kind of felt like my brain moved into a bigger apartment, more spacious, ah. more room to breathe. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's a bigger apartment of the mind. Yeah, 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 great, great idea. Great idea. Uh, not to jump too far ahead, people, but th this album just came out last year, right? Uh, yeah, March 2017. Right, so we got to talk about the big period between you taking those classical guitar lessons and the Barry Burko band. Wow, yeah, that that is a so big you learn, period. So you, you, you learn how to play this guitar... Uh, it's still man alone, though. You're not really playing with other cats. Um, at this point, not yet. But okay. uh, later on, I, I took guitar lessons with uh, a few different teachers uh -huh. and uh, studied, uh, you know, music theory and stuff like that. And um, and then actually, my first uh, significant experience of playing with uh, someone else was uh, with my friend uh, Nitsan. Uh, who I met uh, online, actually. Um, I was uh, looking for Dinosaur Jr. videos online, and I came across this user whose name was Flying Cloud, which uh, is uh, the name of a Dinosaur Jr. song. Yeah. And um, she said that she met another guy online who's a big Dinosaur Jr. fan, and I told her that I'm from Israel, and she said that he's from Israel, too. And he was looking for people to play with. Whoa. And uh, she kind of connected between us. Where was she living? And she was German. Okay. That's um, trippy about the internet. That's the way that shit happens. It's great. Yeah. Um, this was 2002. Uh-huh. Something like that. 
2003, and uh, we met and we became really good friends, and we're friends to this day. Uh, we don't play together that much uh, nowadays, but back then we we just like you know jammed two guitars together into the night. It was this uh, empty house on my grandma's property where we could uh, sit and uh, and jam all night and. Um, that was my first experience. Then we added a bass player and a drummer. Uh, the band didn't come to much, but it did add a lot to my experience uh, playing with other people and learning to listen to other players. Did this band have a name? Uh, it was called 13 Bells. Ah, uh, I don't think there's anything online. Okay. But were you guys writing original songs, or were you copying Dinosaur? Uh, <laughs> well, I guess Dinosaur Jr. was... A major influence, uh, but it was original music, uh, okay. mostly by my friend Mitsan, uh, who's a very talented songwriter. Okay. Um, and uh, the band kind of lost steam after a certain period of time, and we kind of broke up. Oh. And each of us record. continued to other stuff. Yeah, what was next for you? Uh, after that, there were a few years of uh, studying music. I went to music school. For a couple of years, and then uh, private lessons. We're talking uh, still guitar. Uh, no, actually, I studied mostly musical music theory ah, in school. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. And uh, private Har lessons were, you know, like ear training, right, harmony, point and yeah. ha harmony stuff like that. Uh, I never went far with it, you know, but just enough to get like a basic picture of what all those things mean. Yeah. Um, and then I. Uh, uh, this time, I moved back to Tel Aviv. Um, I, I'd lived in Tel Aviv before that, but moved back to my uh, home village, and then moved back to Tel Aviv, and that's where I um, met new friends, um, and we, we put a band together. Actually, that was a really interesting story, because uh, I, I, I worked in a, in a hummus place, a place yeah. that makes hummus, yeah, hummus. Yeah, have you ever you, tried that? You grind up uh, chickpeas or gabanzo exactly. beans. Yeah. Exactly. It's good shit. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's very popular in uh, in Israel. Yeah, I love and, it. Uh, a little olive oil, a little chile. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the good stuff. Yeah. And uh, I worked in a, in a hummus uh, place, and uh, this funny-looking guy walked in. We were the only two guys in the place. And uh, I don't know, he just seemed interesting to me, so I struck up a conversation. Um, at first, he was kind of suspicious. He didn't really know, you know, if I was just fucking around with him or if I was seriously interested in talking to him. Yeah. But um, we became friends, and uh, he comes from electronic music. Ah. And uh, we jammed together a bit, and uh, his name is uh, Yair, Yair Etzioni. And uh, then, uh, through a mutual friend, we added uh, Yair Yona, two yeah. guys named Yair. Um, we added Yair Yona on bass, and um, the band's name was Farthest South. Farthest, ah, oh, the last song I'm going to play today. Farthest South, yeah. It's, uh, it's named after, you know, the, the, the farthest south, the point where the, uh, the early explorers um, you know, each time they reached uh, a place which was the farthest they could get, like without reaching the point of no return. Right. 
uh, on their quest to reach the the absolute South Pole. Yeah. So they each time they reached a certain post, they they called it that's a farthest south. <laughs> so it's kind of like a never ending. That's right. Yeah. Exploration thing. Right. It's right. always it's always beyond your reach. Like the word. It was, per- for example, the word perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this band. It was uh, an improv band. We started out jamming, and okay. um, I was going to ask you about be- the scene in Tel Aviv. Was there a lot of clubs to play? Um, yeah, you could say. Okay. Um, there are quite a few clubs to play, and um, well, the scene in Tel Aviv is there's a lot of stuff happening, all yeah. kinds of stuff. Okay. Uh, all kinds of uh, mini scenes. Sure. 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 And, uh, and this guy, kinda, uh, yeah. this, this buddy of yours was from the electronic scene, so maybe it's your first time getting to play in uh, dance clubs? Um, I don't think the music was dance-oriented. Oh, okay. Um, it, did ha- it did have uh, a lot of electronic elements, like electronic beats, but it, the music itself, it was, you know, what you might call experimental. Yeah, yeah, or, free. Free improv, um, kind of abstract. Um, So maybe a more artistic music clubs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Did this band ever record, Barry? Uh, Yeah, we made three albums. Ah, you have to turn Uh, me on. uh, I'd love to. Okay. Um, I'll send you a link later. Okay. Um, First album was... uh, with um, with a very prominent saxophone player and musician and dear friend of ours named Albert Beggar, yeah. um, and uh, that was an album we recorded with him, just as we said, uh, free improv, and uh, that was our first uh, attempt. Um, the second album was uh, just really ambient. Synth scapes, if you will. More slow uh, pace. Pardon me. More slow pace. Yeah, without any rhythmic uh, sure. foundation, just like really ambient. Yeah, no beats. Um, no beats, psychedelic stuff, yeah, trippy great. stuff. I, I can't wait to hear. What about third album? The third album um, is a project that we did with a friend of ours who's a poet. And he uh, wrote a poetry book, um, which includes poems about two major experiences in his life. Uh, One of them is um, his wandering around the world for seven years like a nomad and uh, trying a lot of psychedelic drugs. Yeah. And uh, the second uh, experience is... uh, his time as a reserve uh, soldier in the army during the Second uh, Lebanon War. And um, the other you know, two albums were more instrumental, right? This, so this third one had words. This one had words. This had uh, our friend Ron, Ron sure. Dahan, uh, reciting his uh, his book and us improvising, kind of like a soundtrack to his yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. I can't wait to hear yeah. this, Barry. And it, sound, it sounds like with Ron, uh, very uh, personal journeys, you know? 
One when he roamed, one he roost. <laughs> sort of like a, the two stages of life. You roam, you roost. Isn't exactly. that interesting? Yeah. I'm so glad he uh, let, he shared with you guys that. I can't wait to hear it. Look, we're at the end of the first hour. January 5th, 2018 edition of the Watt from Pedro Show. Very special guest, Barry Burko. Hold tight for hour two. January 5, 2018, it's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show.
I began to trust and not to say at all. If I am to trust and know dragons in the mountain, now I'm gonna let you show you. Come on.
Watford Beaver Show. We started off the second hour with Barry Burkham Band doing best out of five. What's that mean? You had five tries and that was the best one? At the time, it was, uh, I had, yeah, I had like five pieces that I wrote and I felt that it was the best out of the five. <laughs> okay. So this one ain't a metaphor. This is literal. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I love that tune. And then we had uh, Maya and the Revolutionary Hell Yeah with Sad in the Sun. Got to play with him in the city on my B-Day. Mold Omen from Back East. Uh, I think Balmore. Shipwreck Nerve at Delphi. Or Delphi, I guess, if you're great. Nick Fit with Omen out of, uh, I think, Nagoya. Sterile Jets out of Long Beach. Fireside Drive going to be there tomorrow. My first gig of 2018. Mark Piazza over there. Strong Beach. Super Freak out of... Uh, well, you know, at the time he was in Bari, but now he's up in Milano. Uh, polysemic fear of the trueness. And finally, flying hair would hypnotize. So, uh, farther south, they, you guys do three albums, and then what happens? Um, then we uh, added the uh, fourth member. <clears throat> um, his name is Ofer Baimel. He's uh, an awesome drummer. Yeah. And uh, we gigged a bit as a four-piece. And uh, then, um, Yair Etzioni, our yeah. electronics guy, he moved to uh, Berlin. Okay. Um, so we kind of... Now you're like a power trio. <laughs> exactly. Now we're a power trio, guitar, bass, and drums. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm kind of partial to this kind of thing. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's an organ, but uh, I like this drums and bass with something else. <laughs> yeah, so, so. Yeah. What, what so we were, uh, we were, we, we continued gigging as a three-piece. Um, this time we called ourselves just Far South, you know, because we were missing our fourth member, so it wasn't the farthest south, just <laughs> Far South. <laughs> There's a weird thing kind in of? English where they, you can't decide, maybe it's from England, Further or farther? I don't know. Yeah, I don't mean... <laughs> it's sort of like that whom and who. <laughs> yeah. There's a fuck, you know? So, okay. Does far um, f does far south... Uh, well, yeah, first... we, we, we went on. We went on. We, we played uh, well, let me ask a lot you. of gigs. Is there yeah. a little circuit there in, uh, in Israel? Were you playing other towns besides Tel Aviv? Um, yeah. Um, all... You know, there are like three, four major cities in, in Israel. It's right. uh, Tel Aviv, Haifa, Jerusalem, yeah. and Be'er Sheva. Okay. So and uh, you guys would each put one together of those little places tours? does. Excuse me? You guys would put to, together little tours? Yeah, just little tours. You know, Israel is a very small country, sure, so sure. you can actually get anywhere within a day's drive. That's great. Um, yeah. No so, hell rides. <laughs> No, no hell rides. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but does this band ever t uh, record? Uh, no, as, as a three-piece, we, we didn't record. Okay. Um, but then I kind of went through some really deep and difficult personal shit, and I kind of had this emotional breakdown, and I, uh, I, I had to quit the band. And um, it was a really... Hard time for me. I was uh, unemployed. 
I was just, uh, you know, sitting at home, kind of staring at the walls. What about this song uh, I'm going to play? It's called Abandon. People, uh, Barry put an E at the end here, so like, done. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's, Does this kind of, yeah, this feeling of this time? Um, I know the song was probably written uh, much that after. That was actually the first, that was the first uh, piece that I finished. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah. And I put it last on the album. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it just, you know, I, I, I was having a lot of problems finishing pieces. Sure. I and um, and then I, I remembered uh, a quote from, uh, I think it was Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. I think. that said that art is never completed, it's just abandoned or something like that. <laughs> okay. So I said to myself, you know, it's not perfect. Maybe, maybe it's not perfect. It is what it is. I'll just, you know, finish it at that and abandon it. Okay. So it's like I abandoned the piece and it's done. It's done. Yeah, let's listen.
When I first saw you, I could tell you were a seeker of the truth. Every line in your face was like a question you the void. Why are we here? What is the meaning of life? I know you wanna know all of the answers to the questions that burn inside your soul. So I wanna tell you there are answers that you can find as a book. It's on the shelf in the world's greatest library. And I will tell you how to get there. I'd love to tell you where it was. Oh, but if you were to open it, I think you will find that you could never understand. The words written inside And you will be so ashamed Oh, you Could never understand All the words inside And I don't even think That you will be able To color All the pictures
Drowning in water drops Don't let me go For I can't swim in water drops I'll never come back Drops. The end is soon for me.
Pedro Show. Yeah, that was a band done. Barry Burko band. Then we had Ted Kane with the Truth Part One, Pile, The Browns, Birds of Paradise. I think they're out of Toronto. Uh, Water Drops, and uh, Alion, Ricardo Te, uh, Tejero, Colin Webster, Marco Serrato, Bora Diaz, Arcedilla. And finally, from Brighton, England, the Empress of Ice Cream. Shade had them on the show a month ago. Uh, okay, so that's a bummer time. Yeah. Right. The Barry Burko um, Band. Is that, is that what's next? Yeah. Okay. Um, during this time, I kind of couldn't bring myself to, to play guitar. I kind of had this uh, whole issue with my instrument. And uh, it didn't help, you know, that I was having constant anxiety attacks and depression and mood swings. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. And um, a friend turned me on to GarageBand. Uh, it's this app on it's the software. iPhone. Yeah, software that comes with every uh, Apple. Yeah. And um, You can record yourself, people. That's what it's about. Really simple. Yeah. Really simple, and I, uh, you know, I didn't have any other way to record myself. I didn't have like a, a tape or a studio or a computer or anything. Just this garage band on the iPhone. Wow. Okay. So you know, I started, I started fooling around with it, and uh, you know, I, I, I just found myself hours at a time writing drum parts, writing bass parts, writing parts. Um, and, and you do it by uh, like, stuff, and Barry, you do part, it by like tapping little things out on the keyboard, right? Exactly. Yeah. Trippy. <laughs> I, I actually have like two tennis elbows now because I did that for like a year. I swear, my both of my elbows. Oh, I believe are, you. I believe you. <laughs> um, tennis elbow, I think it's called. Yeah, 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 elbow. yeah. Yeah, it's a pain. It's kind of hurt. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, that's what I did for like a year, just tapping away at the screen. You know, it was <laughs> re- looking at re- in retrospect, I guess it was maybe like kind of therapy or yeah, something course, like that. Yeah, of course, of course. But I just found a way to be creative that was you know, easy. And at least it wasn't self-destructive. You know, it was, crea- it was like you said, creative. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't aiming for anything, you know. Sometimes they say that when you try too hard sure. to get something, then it always escapes you. Or they say, uh, I, they say this, uh, you get in the way of yourself. Exactly. And, um, you know, I, I was, I'm, I'm 40 years old now, and this is my first album. And for years, I just didn't feel that I was uh, ready or capable of uh, expressing myself uh, in such a way. And um, in that sense, you know, I, I say, I, I thank that terrible time that I went through because, because it taught me a, a very important lesson. That uh, from, you know, from the deepest shit, you can always find something that will get you through it um, and uh, maybe even benefit from a really shitty situation. Um, you know, and, and I have this album to my name and I'm really proud of it. And, I think uh, it's great. Thank you. I, re- I really dig it. And, you know, thank you. Orson Welles, I mean, this was a commercial he did. I think it's his last work, but he said this funny thing, you know shilling for some two-buck chuck, terrible kind of wine, you know. But the, he said, no wine before it's time. And there's something about that. Forget the two-buck chuck, but there might be something to that about the experience you went through, Barry. So Definitely. You know what I mean? And uh, maybe, yeah, the, the fermenting, the aging, whatever, it, it just added to the... the the nuance to the the persona, you know, your, your your record is really deep. I dig it, and I think maybe it only could have came if what happened happened, you know. So they, it shows something too uh, about your perseverance too that you didn't quit, you kept pushing. I, that's very admirable. Look, we come to the end of the second hour, January fifth, two thousand eighteen. Watt Pedro Show special guest Barry Burko. People, hold tight for hour three. January 5th, 2018, it's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro Show.
Watch for Pedro Show. Started the third hour off with Barry Burko Band doing Burrow, which kind of goes with Barry Burko Burrow, except, uh, yeah, it's uh, getting into it, digging down. Uh, tell us about it, Barry. Um, I, I was living, a few years ago, I, I lived in a neighborhood in Tel Aviv, uh, kind of like a hip, trendy kind of neighborhood. Um, and uh, the, the rent prices here are insane. And especially, you know, in a, in a trendy neighborhood like that. Like so, Manhattan or something like that? Uh, no, it's more like, uh, you know, kind of like arty. Brooklyn. Hip, hipstery kind of, yeah, I guess. Or Highland and, Park uh, over here, what they turned it into. Uh, I guess so. Silver Lake, um, yeah. So what happened? Uh, you know, I could afford to live in a small room, and uh, <laughs> room. it was really ti- it was really tiny. It wasn't and, the big uh, apartment. <laughs> no, that it was a small apartment. That was, <laughs> that, that was the bur- that was the burrow. That was, yeah, was my friend. Oh, burrow, friend. like a yeah, yeah, like a hobbit, <laughs> like a hobbit hole. Exactly. Yeah, a hobbit hole. And you okay. know, I, I never cleaned it, and yeah. uh, it was dark. Probably had a good dank. odor. Yeah, and I never invited anyone over. Okay. <laughs> this so is Barry's That's the girl. <laughs> okay. It's trippy, the the source material that goes into making songs, huh? Yeah. I guess you got to really feel it, though. Okay, then we heard uh, from uh, Skopje in Macedonia, Vasco. And uh, then I have trouble sometimes. Adanasowski. And Solrab Habion with uh, just a jam they did. They're working on a new album. Uh, Fluffers Union, by the way, on his label, uh, Balkan Galaki. I'm going to have a release with Kara Schumer, uh, Jade, Jaded Azurites. Fluffers Union out of Texas with IMFM, Double Knot, Spy Car Bolero. I think I'm playing bass there. That's these guys from, I think, Silver Lake area here in SoCal. They want to play in the Val. Got to get back to George Berardi. They have that incredible drummer man named Joe Berardi. I've gotten to do things with. Uh, and then finally, uh, out of Portland, Breakfast Cowboy with Not on My Watch. Barry, we got this uh, song called Anxiety's Kiss that I want to play. I thought that was really interesting because we were talking <laughs> about a time where you had the anxieties, right? Yeah. So uh, tell us about this tune. Um. Well, you know, the name kind of speaks for itself. Um, well, it's got to be kind me- of it's got to be kind of metaphor because I don't think there's really a personified anxiety. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, just it, it came to that that often when 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 I get an anxiety attack, it was like, you know, like that line from the Simon and Garfunkel song, "Hello darkness, my old friend." Ah. So like the familiarness. Yeah. Not like you really dig it, but you know it. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So that's the kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's not like grandma slipping you the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> that was an old joke I learned when I was a boy, and I never have been able to forget it. Now I can't forget it either. <laughs> it's branded on the brain. Let, let's listen, Barry.
fancy words and your pretty persuasion can cut me to pieces and tell me I'm human. No, I said no. Cause you're the same people say my dad is a gibbon. You're telling me I'm wrong when I got an opinion. You say there's no God and I don't need religion. But no, 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 no.
Watt for Pivo Show. Last music for this edition. Yeah, Anxiety Kiss from Barry Burko Band. Then we had uh, Alienation from Chinese Herbal Medicine out of Portland, Maine. The other Portland. Breakfast Cowboys, Portland, Oregon. Uh, from uh, Greece, the Alien, uh, the Fofico Band. This is a cat in his 40s who wanted to start doing music, so he, I'm going to learn bass. I'm into that. And then uh, Kurt Stifle in the Swing Shift with Baptist. Mailman with Hoagie. And finally, Farthest South, Barry Burko Band, which is kind of maybe a tribute to that band you had with your three guys uh, when you were making the albums. Exactly. It's dedicated to them. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. We were saying off-air, people, you got to understand, Barry made this whole Barry Burko album, Barry Burko Band album, with just a set of fucking uh, earbuds... Uh, smart leash and two tennis elbows, some tapped out fingers. I mean, you've heard it, right? I've played the whole album on the show here, and it's amazing. Uh, and it's it, for me too. It's very personal, even though you're using all these sounds and samples. See, that, people, this is my idea about art. It's not so much the items; it's the spirit. And Barry. You, you charged up a bunch of computer components to fucking sing and uh, cry and laugh. It's beautiful. I'm really, uh, really impressed by what you did. In fact, very inspired. This is where people sometimes call oh, you from the old days, but man, you need people from these days too that keep proving to you, uh, that to myself, that yeah, I was on the right track to get into music with D. Boom. You know, so I'm very, very grateful to you. What are your next plans? Uh, first of all, thank you very much for, for what you just said. Um, it's really flattering, and I appreciate it, especially coming from you. It's been a big inspiration for me for a very long time. So maybe re- re- recipro- reciprocal, reciprocate. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Which is what life is uh, about. Um, you know, I think life's about taking turns. Sometimes, somehow, you're an inspiration. Somehow, some way, you find some other cat that can give you inspiration. I think it's a good thing. And I think it's one of the most fulfilling things to be able to actually inspire someone, you know, and it's an honor to be able to do it sometimes. Um, and, uh, yeah, what's next? Yeah. Um, I started, uh, actually, I finished learning how to play uh, these uh, pieces, or some of them, uh, on on guitar. Oh, wow. Yeah, I kind of... Interpretation, trippy. Um, it's kind of... I exported uh, the, the tracks without uh, the lead part, or yeah. one of the parts. Yeah. And uh, that part, um, um, I learned how to play... Those parts I learned how to play on guitar. Um, Do you have and, plans to record uh, this? Excuse me? Yeah, plans to record these versions? Uh, no, I, actually, I want to start uh, performing with these versions first. Ah. Like, uh, just me and my guitar and uh, the virtual Barry Burko band as yeah, a sure, sure. playback. Yeah, but it's all me, you know. Yeah, yeah it's sure, all sure. Me, it's all me playing all those uh, instruments, so that's the band. And uh, I want to try it out. I want to see how it works. Two gigs. Um, yeah. Yeah, to do gigs. I want to perform in front of people. Always interested me very much. 
I remember the first time I saw that kind of stuff, you always saw uh, drummers with uh, earphones. Yeah. Right? Because they're having to play to the click track. But yeah. I guess you don't have to worry because your beats are actually off the machine. Yeah. 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 So, um, so and, and, you know, in my head, I just played out of, uh, played the album out of the PA. Yeah, sure. Without the, with, without the missing part, and I play those parts, and uh, hopefully it'll be fun. Wow. And uh, then maybe down the road, you try a hybrid thing? For the Barry ba Burko Band number two. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I have a lot of uh, unfinished music. Um, I can't, I can't do another record on on the phone because okay. my elbows are killing me. Sure, sure, sure. sure. <laughs> so I'm saving up for an iPad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or at least maybe a MIDI uh, MIDI keyboard controller. <laughs> Yeah, but this time I want to play guitar because I kind of make oh. a piece with the guitar and I want to record sure, myself sure. playing guitar. But you know, there are controllers for guitars too. I don't know how good they are. I, I think there's some for bass now. But I have a guitar synth. That's what I'm talking about. Somehow tracks the guitar playing and can translate it into MIDI information. Yeah, and you get all kinds of sounds. I really yeah, like you can also make drums even. You know. Yeah. Right. So... Uh, well, I know with your mind being as fertile and imaginative as it is, it, I can't wait to hear it again. And I do want to hear the formative stuff from the further south. So I'll uh, send it over. Yeah. Sure. Now, if people want to find out about you, Barry, on the Internet, how can they do that? Um, I have a Facebook page, Barry Burko Band. Okay. Um, and that, people, that's B-A-R-R-Y-B-E-R-K-O. B-A-N-D. So just look on that on Fake Look. And, uh, do you have a Bandcamp page yet? Yeah, I have a Bandcamp page. My my album is on it. Yeah, so and, check there uh, too. You I actually added like three bonus either. tracks. What's that? Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. I said that I actually added like three bonus tracks for anyone who downloads the album, like the full album. Okay. The stuff that I finished after I, I released the record. Right. Um, yeah, so you can go over there and pay as much as you want. Barry, your journey th through music is uh, incredible inspiration, like I already told you. Thank I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. And I want you to keep on keeping on, please. For sure, okay. definitely. Thank we'll you. Talk, thank we'll you talk lot. again. As soon as you get Chapter 2 done, we'll talk about it again, okay? For sure. Thank okay. you very much. Everybody, it's January 5, 2018 edition of Waffle Pedro Show. Special guest, Barry Burko. Everybody out there, happy new year and keep your powder dry. <laughs>